Did we just watch Tom Brady play his final NFL game? We got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, football fans? Welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast covering all the biggest stories around the National Football League in right around 30 minutes every single Monday through Friday. Proud part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day every day where you can find us free and available on all podcast apps and on YouTube as well. And it is Tuesday or Monday night if you're catching us live. So we've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. Myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter today. We're going to be breaking down and updating you on the Sean Payton coaching search. He's officially interviewed with one team. Three more interviews still on the books for him, uh, presumably all this week. We'll take a look at the NFC and AFC playoff pictures as one uh, division is heavily represented and two divisions are officially eliminated. But first, has Tom Brady played his final game in the NFL? We got all that coming up for you today in today's episode of Locked in NFL brought to you by friends over at Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. All you got to do is pick two to five players, choose whether or not they're going to come in at more or less than their prize picks projection, and bam, get those right. You can win up to 10 times your entry. And first time users can get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 by entering the promo code locked on over at prizepicks.com. We'll tell you more about them later. Luke, Tom Brady, did we just watch him play his final game in 2022 or, or really just watch him play his final game? We have game? to have, right? Right. I mean, we thought It'd it was be 45 years old last year. Mm -hmm. He retired fact, last it was. year. Yeah. For 40 whole days. <laughs> for Yeah. yeah <laughs> spent some time with the kids, came out of that. Um, that went well. This season was not good for Tom Brady. I think every Bucks fan will tell you that, that this was it. It should have been over. He should have been able to ride off into the sunset after a respectable showing in 2020 and 2021. Um, you know, win a Super Bowl in 2020, go to the divisional round in 21 and lose to the eventual Super Bowl winner and then win uh, the worst division in the league and get absolutely waxed by the Dallas Cowboys in your own house. That is a rough way to go out. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's how every quarterback. It's like how every athlete goes out though. Everybody comes back for one year they shouldn't come back for, and this was Tom Brady's year, I think. So yeah. I I would be really shocked if we saw Tom Brady come back for next year. I mean, I don't know. He's insane, so I'm not gonna put anything past it. But I'd be pretty surprised. Yeah, I I'm not ready to count him out just yet. I'm really not. I think it's very not ready possible. to count out touchdown Tom. Not just yet. I, I think it's very possible that he's back in 2023. I know he said he wanted to play until he was 45. He will be 45 uh, as the season begins next year. Uh, actually, he's already 45. And so I, I, I just I don't see it. And maybe this is just my, um, you know, nostalgic brain getting ahead of itself and saying, oh, no, like we're not like we watch the greatest football player of all time or the greatest quarterback of all time go out there and dominate for the past 20 plus years. I don't want to see it come to an end. And so, no, I don't think that it's ready. It could just be my denial setting in. But, uh, you know, look, it, it could be back in Tampa, could be 
Yeah, <laughs> could be that he's you know in New England again, where there's where there's quarterback conversation ongoing there, seemingly every single week. Now, of course, they had a defensive coordinator calling their offensive plays for them last year, so that was a weird experiment. But uh, the Las Vegas Raiders could be looking for you know a quarterback. There's some spicy spots that he might be able to end up, but uh, and. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm not ready to count them out yet. There's just something in me that's not ready to do it yet, Luke. I can't do it yet. I've got a pitch for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Fox broadcasting booth or CBS yeah. broadcasting booth next to Kevin Harlan. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good way to be. I mean, then you still get to see him on Sundays, right? You still get to see him every now and then, stuff like yeah. that. But, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think Tom Brady is ready to be, ready to be finished okay. just yet. There are some folks that, oh, go ahead. If he is coming back. Mm hmm. And let's say not to Tampa for whatever reason. Yep. Where does he go? If not to Tampa, I think the Raiders make sense. I think the Raiders are a spot. Could be the Carolina Panthers as well. That's one to watch. The Panthers, yeah. Right? Could be wherever Sean Payton ends up. Like if Sean Payton takes a job with Houston, what's to stop that from happening with all that money and all those those draft picks? They tried real hard before. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, so what's your spicy one? I have a one? very spicy one. Spicy one. Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers? Over to, okay. Okay, wait. Hear me so out. This hear me assuming... out. Hear me assuming. Well, yeah. So assuming Aaron Rodgers retires right. or, or uh-huh. they decide to move on from him or whatever, which I do not believe is the way the wind is blowing right now, but who's ever to say with him? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and they don't, let's say they don't like Jordan Love, which they certainly aren't behaving like a team that thinks Jordan Love is the future. Very true. They never have. They still have a roster they feel like can contend. They feel a little bit bitter, like they could have been better this year, like they were on the cusp of the playoffs, and if they had snuck in as the seventh seed, they felt like they were hot and that they could have done anything. Maybe they chase it. That could be. That's an interesting one. That would be really spicy. You know it would be even spicier than that? Uh, Green Bay has the 15th overall selection. What if they sign Tom Brady and then use a first-round pick on a wide receiver? <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say Sean Payton. That would be spicy. That would be spicy, but I don't think there's any need to move on from uh, from Lafleur. No, they're, but, they're uh, not going to do that for a while. It would be insane if they invested in a wide receiver as as soon as Aaron Rodgers was out the building. <laughs> that would just be absolutely nuts. Um, so we'll, we'll find out. We'll see where Tom Brady ends up playing in 2023. But his 2022 is now over. We now uh, have the Dallas Cowboys who have advanced, so I don't want to move too far without acknowledging that uh, the Dallas Cowboys advanced. But So we'll take a look at the playoff picture here in a little bit, but this was a dominating win by the Dallas Cowboys, but a lot of people are raising questions around the offensive inefficiencies of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the course of the season, putting a lot of it on Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator yes. from Tampa, who was a guy that was picking up in terms of coaching conversations as well. Well, yeah, he was uh, a hot head coach candidate last mm-hmm. year and decided to stay and try to develop more. And now the report, I believe Pewter Report is the first one I saw that had it, was, is that the Bucks are going to fire Byron Leftwich and that he's going to be the scapegoat for all this. And a lot of Bucks fans are calling for Todd Bowles' head as well, yep. uh, who before Bruce Arians retired, Todd Bowles was also a really hot, hot head coaching candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that staff is there. That is one I'm going to have to listen to uh, James and David at, at mm-hmm. Locked on Bucks for that one, because that is one I, I guess I'm just not familiar enough with the Bucks to understand it. To, to me, I thought Byron Leftwich was kind of just 
Bruce Arians, but younger. Um, mm-hmm. Cause he had been under Bruce Arians' wing since, I mean, since he was a player in Pittsburgh. Right. Um, so that I kind of thought that was that, but if he's going to be the guy that sort of falls on the grenade of this Buccaneers season and all the rest of the staff gets to keep their job for one more year. I don't know. To me, it seemed like it was, I mean, Tom Brady just couldn't make the throws he used to make and it's, couldn't make NFL throws anymore. He's 45 years old. It's time. Yeah. Byron Leftwich was kind of in a, uh, 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 not kind of a lose, lose situation almost where if, if, if the offense didn't produce People weren't going to blame Tom Brady ever, so they were always going to fall back on Byron Leftwich. Right. But then when the offense does produce, he's not the one that's going to get the credit Tom Brady is. So he was Mm -hmm. always just kind of going to get the short end of the stick. It's why I actually kind of wanted him to leave last year and take one of the opportunities. Uh, You know, Jacksonville was a spot that was looking at him heavily for head coach. Eventually, they settled on Doug Peterson. Clearly, that's working out pretty well. Uh, But I was kind of hoping that Byron Leftwich would get another opportunity next year now he might get an opportunity somewhere this year if the bucks do indeed move on from him but it's probably going to be as a coordinator again he's probably not going to ascend to the head coaching ranks uh this offseason uh with the way that this season went which is unfortunate because it's not all on him like you mentioned he had a pretty i mean he had a statue out there as his quarterback like what do you expect right and and, you know winning the division is a fairly hollow crown when you know you're eight and nine and you get waxed in the first game um but eight and nine doesn't feel like a fireable offense, especially considering mm-hmm. that they had Skeletor at quarterback this year. <laughs> I, I don't know if it were me. I feel like he would. I would give him another chance, but I don't know the Bucks nearly as well as the Lockdown Bucks guys. So go listen to yeah. them. Um, Whoever ends up with him Daly, is going to get a good coordinator and a good, good offensive, good offensive play caller, though. That's for sure. Yeah. And somebody with a, a lot of time in his career to uh learn more things if that's what he needs um look daily fantasy is not very fun we are going to talk about uh the dallas cowboys and everything and um some sean payton stuff in a little bit first the playoffs are not over and if you're like me and you are looking for a distraction from the heartbreak that you experienced this weekend um why don't you go on over to prize picks go prizepicks.com or you can just download the app and you can play daily fantasy but an easy version where you can just pick a few players you don't have to fill out a whole team you don't have to enter a pool of six thousand people just pick a few players and whether they'll do better or worse than their prize picks projections just you versus the house and you can find that at prizepicks.com i prefer it so much to the kind of classic daily fantasy format Mm -hmm. i think it's way more fun and you can get up to 10 times your money if you're right so Go to prizepicks.com or download the app and you can get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks if you enter promo code locked on. That means if you put in 100 bucks, prizepicks adds 100 more dollars right on top of it if you enter promo code locked on at prizepicks.com or on the prizepicks app. All right, y'all, we appreciate you uh, being here with us here on Locked On NFL, making us your first listen of the day. Luke, we're going to take a look at the playoff picture here. Now, the NFC East has three teams remaining in the NFC, though, the North and South completely out after your Vikings loss. My Saints never even, you know, sniffed the playoffs. The Bucks got eliminated no. tonight. So let me ask you this. Let's start here with the NFC South. Who deserved to be in the playoffs more this year? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the division at eight and nine, or let's say the Green Bay Packers who got left out of this year's playoffs. Oh, the, mile. <laughs> that Here's easy, the deal. Huh? I, 
Uh, over those, over the NFC South oh, teams, yeah. Over I, the NFC I South think, teams, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the the Lions would have been really interesting to see. However, mm-hmm. they just started so bad to start the season. It's just too yeah. deep of a hole to climb out of. Um, and and shoot, they almost climbed out of it, right? And credit to almost them, got there. But it's a the season of moral victories ending in a moral victory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think if you put the Packers in the NFC South, they run away with that NFC South for yeah, sure. Yeah. Easily, um, easily. But of the NFC South teams, I, I mean, the Bucks were kind of the only team that even felt like they would maybe keep up with a playoff team. Yeah. But it would have been super spicy to see Carolina with absolutely nothing to lose, interim head coach, just a force of chaos, show up to the divisional round. Maybe we see the same kind of blowout we saw tonight, but I, that would have been weird in yeah, a fun yeah. way. Yeah, that would have been a really fun one. Um, so now we don't have... Uh, we don't have any NFC North. We don't have any NFC South teams, but the NFC East is outstanding. And right now they mm-hmm. take up four of the, oh, sorry, three of the four remaining uh, spots, the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, who of course were the first, the, the number one overall seed. So, or the number one seed in the NFC. So they didn't play this week. And then of course the New York Giants also uh, a part of that San Francisco 49ers being the only team left. So the NFC matchups right. next weekend. The Saturday matchup will be the Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The San Fran- uh, the Sunday game will be the Dallas Cowboys heading to San Francisco. Both of these are just classic NFC yeah. matchups. This is going to be fun. Yeah, a lot of history. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever you get to see like a, a Cowboys 49ers, I mean, just go back to like last year, right? But then also, I mean, go back to the 90s and even the 70s. Mm-hmm. But um. It's interesting if you looked at like the betting odds or like projections and stuff for the NFC, it was kind of four teams for the whole time. It was the Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, Vikings, and then everybody else yep. was kind of low. Vikings pooped their pants. Uh, so the Giants get to be the benefactors of that and they get to go to Philly. And uh, in uh, Crossover Thursday, I talked to Patricia Traina of Locked On Giants and she t- mm-hmm. talked about how the Giants really, like in the locker room, really wanted a cr- another crack at Philly. Like they oh, nice. wanted it. Nice. So I think they're going to come out feisty in that yeah. one and, and give Philly a run for their money. Um, I mean, I think everybody and their mother's going to pick Philly to win, right? But right. I think New York's going to come out playing hard. They, they're they mad. They want it. Especially because they played the twos against Philadelphia last time. And they got cl- like they hung in that game better than they thought. And they're like, ah, we can take them. So they're, they're coming out confident. Um, and then, I mean, you go to the other side, and that's, that's two titans of the NFC. I, I really mm-hmm. hope we get... a. A, a good matchup you know wild card weekend kind of was in a lot of ways i mean it was sort of the discarding of the maybe that's a cinderella teams yeah you know the yeah. seahawks and, yeah. and some good matchups but stuff. yeah, yeah but right. teams played hard kept up and you're kind of discarding the teams that maybe make an improbable run and now we're like it feels like this is an appropriate nfc yeah um and if the giants can knock off philadelphia then eli manning magic is back oh it's going to be absolutely insane. Speaking of Eli Manning, Eli Manning was the last quarterback to win a playoff game for the New York Giants until Daniel Jones won his playoff game this past weekend. Isn't that incredible? Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles could Dave become Kettleman the did nothing wrong. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles could become the 16th team since the AFL NFL merger to uh, beat a single team three times in a season. It just happened for the 15th time with the San Francisco 49ers beating the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. this past weekend. So that was three three games this season that they had won. 
Um, and so the Philadelphia Eagles could do that with a win against the New York Giants. But has anyone in the NFL, has any coach in the NFL done a better coaching job than Brian Dayball has done with the New York Giants? I, I, I think maybe you could probably I think the guy put, on the other sideline. Uh, Nick, Nick Sirianni, Sirianni, right? Yeah. So it really yeah. comes down to these two. Like, I think this is going to be a better matchup. I agree with you. I think that a lot of folks are going to pick Philly. I'll probably pick Philly to come out of this one, but I don't think anything is going to be easy about this game. No, it's never easy. to. Th- I mean, look at like Bill's Dolphins, right? Like that was right. a 14 point spread and that game was like tight because you just you just know each other so well yep. that the you can you can't do what you normally do in the third matchup and stuff just gets like wonky. Mm-hmm. I think in third matchups, the two and O team in situations like this is twenty one and fourteen. That's oh, uh huh. So like they'll win more often than they'll yep. lose, but it certainly goes down a little bit. Yeah. Um. So that kind of thing can happen. It just gets wonky in the division. The division yeah. is always tough, no matter who's who. Um, yeah. but I, I could see this being an all NFC East kind of road for for the Eagles beating the Giants and then going and playing the Cowboys. Um, I'd love that to be the NFC Championship game. That would be a sick NFC Championship game. I think I think um, honestly I, Philly versus Dallas or or even New York versus Dallas would be Yeah. awesome. Yeah, and, and San Francisco is very fun to watch. I would love to mm-hmm. see them too. Like the NFC is just guaranteed to be fun. This rules. Yeah. Um but I to to Nick Sirianni I think what's always struck fear into me about the Eagles mm-hmm. has been how many different pitches they have. Oh, they can man. really it's chameleon insane. into so many different things. They can be a ground and pound team if that's what the game requires, right? Yep. And then they can open it up and throw deep to Devonta Smith. And then they can be an RPO team. And then they can also mm-hmm. be a good screen team. And it's the, they can come out in one drive and run eight times and then come out in another drive and decide to be an air raid team. Like yep. it's, they have so many different modes and then they read option with Jalen hurts. Like how do you keep up with any of how this? How do you even stop all that? It, There's it's so insane. much to prepare for that off season acquisition of AJ Brown may be the best off season acquisition that we saw this oh, past. It's gotta be the, the has got to be at the top acquisition of the year. Maybe Tyree kill. Yeah. Yeah. But I think now seeing how far this has carried Philadelphia, like the addition of AJ Brown has carried, and you think about like the Hollywood Browns in the yeah, right. You think about the Hollywood Brown acquisition in Arizona, which we never really got to see to its full strength with him and Mm -hmm. uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, The Tyreek Hill trade, of course, was a big one, along with Bradley Chubb, along with Teron Armstead, just major acquisitions in Miami. But I, I, that AJ Brown one might be the single, like the single move that's paying the most dividends for the team uh, that made that leap. Uh, the AFC, we don't have any division uh, games in the AFC, but we do nope. have every home team which, won. Yeah, in the yeah, AFC, we, so it's one from every every division winner. Yep. So we have a interesting, what could be a very spicy matchup between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs. It could be very much like what we just watched Monday night, right? It, or it could totally not. be, yeah, or like Jacksonville f- is totally playing with house money, right? I mean, they were three and eight, like <laughs> they were talking about the draft and here they are right. in the divisional round. Like if they give the Chiefs a run for their money, that's super cool. But I feel like most Jags fans are just happy to get a playoff win. Yo, a hundred percent and and deservedly so, deservedly so. And then we get Cincinnati and Buffalo, which is going to carry a lot of emotion it's going to carry a lot of uh it's going to carry a lot uh in this game. It'll be in Buffalo uh for this one. And so uh that's going to be a 
uh, a really, really exciting matchup between two very, very good teams. But it's going to be it's going to carry a lot of weight. Of course. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I there, there's those I think. Uh, I, whichever team wins is going to be saying ball don't lie. Right. 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 So it'll be a big one. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, Buffalo, yeah. like what a what a remarkable game that they had in terms of I mean, they had a whole bunch of giveaways, but still ended mm -hmm. up winning that game against the uh, against the Miami Dolphins. I don't think you can play that kind of game again against Cincy. I, I you you turn the ball over. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, both yeah. Teams are saying, point. man, we got to play better than we played against that last, you know. But again, yep. both of those were the third time you played a team. So right. Right. Good say. point. Um, if you want to bet on any of those games, you can find that at betonline.net. BetOnline is your one-stop shop for all things sports betting. You can, of course, just bet the lines and spreads. You can do prop bets. You can build wacky parlays. You can even bet right in the middle of a game or event. And it's not just football. Of course, they've got basketball. They've got hockey. They've got whatever's going on uh, all the way down to cricket and all kinds of weird props. Go to betonline.net explore the prop explore all the weird props and all the weird stuff that they have or just uh bet on the nfl playoffs i know i'm gonna be uh you can find that once again at betonline.net where the game starts all right y'all wrapping up this edition of locked on nfl we took a look at the 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 playoff picture we spoke on tom brady i do have one more potential tom brady landing spot that would be super juicy okay super juicy. the new york jets then he gets to take it oh to the my New England God. Patriots twice in his final year. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, and that would be a catastrophe. Be a catastrophe. Give me all of that. Give me Bill all Belichick that. Belichick destroying him, just owning the Jets <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Give me that. Well, I'm already all starting day. to see Patriots fans start to, you know, you miss the playoffs or you kind of go do the seven seed and die thing. Uh, yeah, you know couple years of mediocrity and people are going is it time is it time is yeah. it time let me come home all that stuff um all right speaking of uh departures uh the uh, probably one of the biggest stories this offseason is going to be the potential trade of uh new former new orleans saints head coach sean payton um he has interviews lined up or or had interviews coming into this week lined up with the houston texans the uh denver broncos the carolina panthers as well as the um arizona cardinals and we were waiting to see if it would be the indianapolis colts end up scheduling an interview there waiting to see if maybe the los angeles chargers um job comes open although rumors rumor has it that brandon staley is meeting with the organization later this week and that there is a real lean towards keeping him in los angeles and just making big changes in the coaching staff around him uh whether that's the right choice or the wrong choice remains to be seen but Right now, we know Sean Payton has already interviewed with the the Houston Texans. He interviewed with with them Monday night. Uh, he'll have the Denver Broncos interview in Los Angeles tomorrow, Tuesday morning, and then the Carolina Panthers in New York City will be later on this week, and then we'll see when when and where the Arizona Cardinals are. But big opportunities here for a lot of these teams to to add in a I'll say potential Hall of Fame head coach because I don't think that road is completely paved for him just yet, but they want to put him in position to do something that no NFL coach has done before, which is win two Super Bowls with separate teams or win a Super Bowl, like multiple Super Bowls with separate teams. Um, and that would solidify his Hall of Fame run. So, Luke, 
Texans, Broncos, Panthers, Cardinals, what's the best fit in terms of potential success down the road for Sean Payton? That is a very good question because none of them feel great. None of them feel like you're going to find immediate success, right? To me, when I think Sean Payton, my brain for some reason goes back to 2006 Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels like 06, you know, 09, of course, is where the Sean Payton offense was at its best Mm -hmm. when he had speedy guys, a quarterback that could get it to him. That was still smart, you know, that was wasn't just yep. heaving moon balls yes. all the time, but is um, what, it, you know, is able to maximize all of that talent that they mm-hmm. that those teams had. Marcus Colston, Devery Henderson, all those old guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see anything remotely close to that in any of these teams. So I think, OK, who is the best quarterback? I still have a weird feeling that. Nathaniel Hackett did more damage, like singularly to the yeah. Broncos. Yeah. And, and clearly so maybe, Denver felt that way too. Yeah. And so maybe you get Sean Payton in there and he talks to Russell Wilson and they figure out a better strategy and you can do the moon ball offense. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's that. And they certainly have a couple of wide receivers that um, are worth writing home about. So I guess I'll go with Denver, but like, I don't feel like any of those options are great. I don't know where, I mean, you know, him better than I do. Where, where are you at with that? The only thing that is an X factor for me is does he love, love, love one of these quarterbacks in this year's draft? And I think it's I think it's oh. very possible. I think it's very possible. And then go to Houston. Go to Houston or go to Bank Arizona. On Chicago taking Jalen Carter, is that his name? The the Georgia. Yeah, yeah Jalen Carter, maybe Will Anderson, the Alabama pass and rusher. They can go after him. him. Yeah, exactly. Then go get your quarterback you like. But I'm not sure that Sean Payton, I'm not sure that the quarterback that Sean Payton would love is the same quarterback that the Chicago Bears would love. Like, I think a lot of people will assume that the first quarterback off of the board is going to be, you know, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. But what if Sean Payton's favorite quarterback in this year's class is Will Levis out of Kentucky? Could be. And also, reasonable enough chance that's not the Bears up there when all is said and done. Right, they could, could trade be out with what the Colts want, or or mm-hmm. you know somebody else. Yeah, so, and Houston yeah, also that's... has the fodder to where if Sean says, "Hey, don't let me get leapt for my quarterback," in the you know at at pick one, to where they could do that weird thing where you trade up the one spot to prevent right. the other teams from getting up. Probably ahead the of you. best case scenario for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would be great um, for Chicago. Yeah, I could see something like that happen, but here's the deal. Does Sean Payton come back and take a job where he has to helm a long rebuild? Because that's what Houston mm-hmm. is. Yeah, you get your right. number two overall pick and you maybe can get a quarterback. But man, it's a big rebuild. That is there. a JV team right now. Mm-hmm. That is an expansion team like that. That that's discarded roster. And yeah. you cannot in one offseason build an entire roster. Right. That will take time. And will Sean Payton want to sit around and be the guy that helms a whole bunch of five and 12 seasons and then get replaced by the real guy who inherits the roster he built? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know if Payton's going to want to do that. Yeah. You're going to want to go to a team that felt like it was complete. And that's, I think, why I feel I mean, the Broncos going into this season felt like, okay, this is our build. Here we are. Here's our contention window. Let's see how this goes. And it's a catastrophe. And hopefully Nathaniel Hackett was the cancer. And now they've cut it out. Um. But they 
felt like, you know, we've got a defense, a defensive roster that played great and they can feel great about. We've got Russell Wilson. We've got these wide receivers. They've got, um, you know, the Garrett Bulls of the world and they've got guys mm-hmm. on the line they feel okay about. So I don't know. I, I feel like that's the, the quickest route to contention. But if he does want to go, you know, draft his Bryce Young and sit on him and say, let's see if we can't contend by, I don't know, 2025 and he wants to do that. I'm sure they'd love it. Yeah, yeah. I, what if he goes out there, drafts his Bryce Young, signs Tom Brady? You get one year, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Brady you know, mentoring Bryce Young or whatever. I don't know. Houston, that's that's Texan. That's me being wild. But it, I do think that like Houston offers the most assets to get good over the course of the next few years. Denver probably offers the closest you're going to find to immediate success. Arizona for me is somewhere right in between that. It could fire off either way, depending upon the health of Kyler Man, Murray I and touch that organization. But I don't know that I would do that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I would go that route either. So, and then the Carolina Panthers are there. I just think that the the premium of premium of premiums that Carolina would have to pay to get Sean Payton from across the division mm, is going to be true. is going to well overweigh what they would then be able to do once Sean Payton's in the building, right? Like the trade itself would hamper their ability to progress. So I could see that getting in the way. Um, going to be very interesting. It's going to be a very fun Indeed. week. It's going to be a very very fun week. Uh, and it's going to be a very fun week here as we continue on with the Locked On NFL podcast every single Monday through Friday as well. We appreciate you so much for coming through and joining us as we talk through some playoff conversation, some Sean Payton conversation. Where is Tom Brady going to be? Don't forget to let us know your thoughts. If you're watching uh, on YouTube, you can let us know in the comments. You can also reach out to us on Twitter as well. Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL. Myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson. Nola, we appreciate you so much for making us your first listen of the day every day for your second listen go and check out the peacock and williamson nfl show get more of your news around the world of the nfl uh with and former nfl scout matt williamson and nfl analyst brian peacock we appreciate you as always being here with us for another episode and we'll see you here soon tony and james gonna take care of you on wednesday luke and i will be back next week see y'all soon here as a part of lockdown podcast network your team every day